Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. What are the benefits of classical music on the brain? going to figure it out today, so just stick around. Here at Things You Should Know Podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users, or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as, are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, how's it going? You have reached Things You Should Know podcast, and today is a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It is uh, September the 7th, and I hope you guys had a great Labor Day weekend, which was just yesterday, and of course, a few days ago, because uh, hopefully, if you're like me, you started on last Friday, and you got a four-day weekend and not just a three-day, so God bless. Hope you are doing well. My name is Kelly. I'm your host, and it is always my pleasure to welcome you into the podcast. Have a quick little ditty for you today, informative as always, and I bet you're going to learn something. bet you didn't know this. Bet you didn't know this. Today, we're going to talk about the benefits and the effects of classical music on the brain. I don't know if I've ever shared with you. Maybe I have. But uh, from an educational standpoint, I have a master's degree in education. I have a master's degree in education. I have spent a little bit of time in a classroom some years ago. One of the things that I always love to do is set the mood, set the temperature, set a learning environment for students. And what did I use to do that? Well, I use mood lighting, number one, but I also use classical music. And I'm going to tell you why. We're going to go through the benefits in just a minute. So if you're a teacher or instructor, or if you are a student, better yet, if you are a student, someone studying for a test, someone trying to pass an exam, whether it's a PMP certification or, you know, your, your bar or whatever the case may be, you're going to find out today that classical music has some great 
benefits. And you may want to start listening to a little bit of Bach, a little bit of Mozart while you're studying, while you're teaching. A lot of benefits. So stick around. Before we get started, I'd like to just welcome everybody and say thank you again for hanging out with me today at Things You Should Know Podcast. Please share, like, comment, do all of those good things so that we can continue to grow. Each week uh, and each month, we're seeing more and more downloads, which is, of course, the direction we want to go. Won't you guys also consider our pay subscription option that we have? We've got some really good things going on here at the podcast, and we haven't even hit the year mark. We're going to have some really big, um, we're going to have a really big celebration and a really great week going into our year celebration. And we're about mm, two and a half months off from that. So, uh, thank you in advance for going ahead and share, sharing our content with your family, friends, loved ones, and associates. Uh, we just did a podcast. When was it? Yesterday. It's a pretty good podcast. If I was you, I would go check it out. Uh, we were talking about, I, I believe our last podcast and maybe I'll mix it up. So before I get too excited, let me, let me just tell you, um, what it was. See, I was going to be wrong. The podcast we did yesterday, uh, had to do more with travel and it was seven things that you haven't noticed perhaps haven't noticed while you were flying. Now, the podcast that I'm still super hyped about, and yes, I do go back and listen to my own podcast. I do it for a few reasons. Number one, I'm listening for errors and ways to improve. I won't tell you what I think I can improve on because I'm going to draw your attention to it. But I always listen to podcasts because I want to know where I can improve. Number two, I want to make sure from a technical standpoint that everything uploaded correctly. It sounds good. And we're not putting out something that technically could be done better. Okay, because we're putting out good information, you know, a qualitative information, but it's done in a very poor technical way. Then that doesn't translate very well for our brand. So I don't want to do that either. And the last thing is, I want to see, is it interesting? Am I willing to sit and listen to it myself? If it's boring me, if it's not interesting to me, chances are it may not be interesting to you. So those are the three reasons why I listen to our podcast. And I hope uh, you guys are uh, listening. Well, of course you are. And also share. So anyway, the podcast that we did on last Wednesday uh, was the one I was referring to. And I think that one is one of my favorites of the last month or so. And then it's entitled it's podcast number 80. And it's entitled the quickest way to lower your high blood pressure. The quickest way to lower your high blood pressure. I like it for a few reasons. Number one, it adds to our health and wellness series. As you know, here on the podcast, we're very focused on you because if you're not healthy, if you're not well, that's really the, the, the core to your quality of life. You can have all the money in the world, beautiful mate, live in whatever type of house you've always dreamed of. But if your health is not where it should be, then what is the point of all that? You got to start at the beginning. And to me, wholeness, wellness starts with body, mind. It's you first because you don't want to gain the world and lose your, I know the Bible scripture says it differently, but you want to gain the world and lose your health. So you don't want to gain and lose your soul, but you don't want to lose your health trying to gain the world. And so many of us do it 
all the time. We forsake ourselves trying to gain material things. And then once we finally get the material things, we have to end up spending it to try to get the health back. Why do that? Just do everything in order. So again, I'm promoting podcast number 80. It's the quickest way to lower your health. I'm sorry, the quickest way to lower your high blood pressure. I really enjoyed listening to it. I thought we did an excellent job with it. I want you to go and listen to it and leave your thoughts and ideas as well on our Facebook page. All right. So let's jump into the content for today. And that is um, the benefits, the benefits of classical music on your brain. So according to Google, listening to classical music can trigger even more psychological benefits than decreasing cortisol levels and lowering your blood pressure. So I'm going to see who's been listening for the longest and who's actually been paying attention to the podcast because we cover both of those things. I just told you about lowering blood pressure. We talked about cortisol levels, too, in a few other podcasts. Cortisol is the hormone that is created when you're under stress. And it eats away. It does negative things within your body. And you want to always decrease the amount of cortisol that is in your body. Okay. Uh, So listening to classical music has greater benefits than either of these two things. So just consider that. Than either of these two things. Uh, What it does, it increases the release of feel-good neurotransmitters, dopamine, in your brain, which can reduce stress. And as a result, it helps you feel more relaxed. Now, even before I knew this, quite honestly, I don't get me wrong. I, I don't listen to classical music in my car while I'm going to the store or anything like that. And I don't have a bunch of box sitting around the house. But I do enjoy classical music. And when I am trying to concentrate, when I am working on something and and I'm not trying to look at something and I know I want the material to stay around, I'm trying to retain information, be it for an exam, studying, or if I'm just simply reading, my modus operandi is to simply put my iPhone, you know, my iTunes on or, or Pandora, whichever, Put it on some sort of classical music. It doesn't even matter uh, because I've done studies before. I've read and I, I found this out when I was teaching, you know, the little stint I was doing in terms of teaching when I got my master's degree. And I reinforced it and used it when I got my project management certification some years ago. Because if you know anything about getting a project management certification, uh, excuse my language, but it ain't easy. It ain't easy. A four hour exam. Uh, how many questions? 200 questions. It ain't easy. And studying for ain't easy either. So I had to um, understand how to study and I needed to be able to retain large amounts of information. And while I was doing that, I was listening to classical music. So I'm going to tell you, according to three different sources that we have, done some research on. One of the sources is uh, a USC, University of South Carolina. I'm sorry, University of Southern Cal. You got to forgive me. I'm from the South. So every time I see USC, I always think of Gamecocks and not Trojans. But this came from University of Southern Cal News Department. So USC.edu news. And also from Symphony, SymphonyCentralCoast.com. And we're going to go through these and I'm going to tell you what they're saying in terms of benefits of classical music. Okay. 
Uh, according to Air, B-A-I-R-E dot com, classical music and relaxation go hand in hand. The soft sounds from string instruments are both beautiful to listen to and they're calming. I agree. Most of the time when you're listening to meditation music online, if you want to know a really good meditation channel on YouTube to listen to, I'm going to give you one. Ready? Listen very carefully. Very easy to remember. Listen to it all the time. Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot the name of it. Isn't that crazy? Healing Earth Tones. Healing, like I'm getting healed from something. Healing Earth Tones. Just go to Healing Earth Tones. Google, uh, not Google it, but go to YouTube and search it. And they've got some great nature type of footage. If you're wanting to meditate, uh, there's some ambient, you know, like... um sounds of nature along with classical music that can really calm you if you're trying to sleep and also if you're trying to study. So again, Healing Earth Tones is a great place to go to listen to, uh, you know, some great some great uh, classical music along with uh, some ambient sound. So anyway, classical music in the brain. What is this about? Anyone who listens to music knows that it puts you in a certain mood. This is what you got to be careful of. When you go to a club and you're trying to dance and you want to get all hyped and have a good time and that sort of stuff, they're not going to be playing classical music. They're not going to be playing church music. They're going to be playing what's considered club music, techno, hip hop, these sorts of things, because it gets you in a certain mood. When athletes are ready to go out and perform, many times you see them on the field, they have headsets on, they are, they're not listening to a podcast, I wish they would, but they're not listening to a podcast, they're listening to music that gets them in the zone, that gets them hyped up to do whatever it is that they came to do, whether you're a track star, football player, whatever, that is what they're listening to. They do it in the locker room, they do it in their car on the way to the arena, uh, and that just is a fact. Music sets a mood. Not to get too far off of this, but you are energy. You're vibrating. Music vibrates. And depending on the type of vibration you're listening to, it's going to affect you. Okay? So, the structure and the slow tones of most classical music creates a calming effect on the listener. This is due to the release of dopamine, which is the body's natural happy chemical that improves a person's mood. And it also, it also, it also blocks the release of the stress hormone cortisol, which again is incredibly important. So aside from improving a person's mood and helping them to relax, there are a wide range of benefits to listening to classical music. It affects all ages, all stages of life. No one's immune to this. Babies to the elderly. You're going to see improved sleep, reduced stress, better memory, lower blood pressure, and a higher emotional intelligence. We'll go through those again. You're going to see improved sleep. Reduce stress. Doesn't improve uh, a reduced stress sound like improved sleep? We were talking not long ago about 
um, oh, I can't remember, but we, we started talking about anxiety and depression and then people having insomnia. Well, of course, if you're stressed out, you have anxiety. It stands to reason that you will probably have insomnia, right? What if you've got reduced stress, reduced anxiety? Then you may sleep better and better sleep is good. Why? Your body repairs itself during the sleep process. You're getting rid of a lot of cells and different things that you don't need. You're getting rest for your vessel and you're rejuvenating yourself. Okay, so reduce stress, improve sleep, better memory, lowers your blood pressure, and it improves or gives you a higher emotional intelligence. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm going to get you back to that episode really quick. I know you're enjoying the podcast. I wanted to say thank you, break in really quick to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Three things really quickly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, please go down in the show notes. We have a new um, way to communicate, and it is through text. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So please send us a text message when you're done listening to this episode. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. And then lastly, please go into our digital store. We've got a lot of digital products there that can help you be supported throughout these content deliveries throughout the podcast. There are ways for you to download these worksheets and eBooks and different things that can help really solidify some of the content that we talk about here on Rethink Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and I'll get you back to your episode. So there is something called the Mozart effect, the Mozart effect. This is playing classical music to help a baby sleep. Studies show that classical music helps calm babies down. So moms and dads, if you have little ones and they seem to be a little rambunctious or not quite subtle in the evenings, why don't you set the tone for the room and play a little classical music? The Mozart effect, according to this, calms babies down. And it also helps to make the baby smarter. The last idea helping to make the baby smarter is known as the Mozart effect, popularized by a 1993 study in which researchers analyzed students listening to classical music before test. Researchers found that the students perform better when answering questions after having listened to classical music. Now, Classical music is not going to help you pass a test if you've not gone to class all semester and you decide to stay up really late one night to cram. Okay? Let's not let's let's not act like we don't know, okay? So, um what are some other benefits? Let's jump over to a different article. Let's see if these folks agree. Let's see if we can set a trend here. Symphonycentralcoast.com. The effects of classical music on the brain. Uh, Brain power, cognitive function. If they say that music is food for the soul, then classical compositions are the omega-3, the antioxidants, and a pinch of caffeine. During the 1993, again, they're referencing the same um, study. During the 1993 control group, Uh, Physicist and the University of California professor, Dr. Gordon Shaw, saw a spike in IQs in his college students that were listening to Mozart. They labeled this the Mozart effect. The study garnered a lot of skepticism and doubt from experts, however. Whilst the findings were specifically linked to an answer 
In Raised IQs, Dr. Shaw believed that listening to Mozart could be useful to warming up parts of the brain that relate to abstract thought. Now, echoing this is a study by Dr. Kevin Labor, L-A-B-A-R. He says that music does have the power to improve intellectual performance and cognitive function, but not by raising the IQ. What actually happens is the calming effect induced by classical music releases dopamine. So there's a dopamine spike. The dopamine prevents the release of the stress hormone. What's the stress hormone? Cortisol. From here, the mood is improved. We already talked about that. And it clarifies your thinking. When you're in a better mood, when you feel better, you think better. And it makes your task, like writing an essay or studying for an exam, enjoyable and easier. If you're in a bad mood or you don't feel good, take that and now try and study for an exam. Take your stomach ache and try and write an essay. Take your hangover and try to study for a certification. It's, it, it doesn't bode well. There's plenty of people that do it, and some even do it successfully. But it's hard. It is hard. All right, uh, what other effects does classical music have? We already talked about the relaxation and reduced stress, improved memory. They also agree with that, and they talk here about assisted sleep. So let's look at the relaxation and reduced stress. If you're feeling stressed from work, school, or everyday life, then all you have to do is sit back and listen to some of Bach's 12 little preludes on stereo. Why? Because classical music is intrinsically linked to reducing stress. There was a 2018 study on the effect of different types of music on patients. On patients and their anxiety. It shows that classical music can cause the heart rate and breathing to slow and emotional distress to decrease. Classical music also lowers cortisol levels in the brain that can help lessen anxiety and lower blood pressure. Pretty cool. Here's a study that talked about improved memory, a study from the Department of Medical Genetics, the University of Helsinki in Finland. It shows that listening to just 20 minutes of classical music a day can modulate the genes responsible for brain function. That includes memory. Now, during the study, participants who listened to classical music were more likely to be positively affected. The research team noted an increase in dopamine secretion. Synaptic function, which is when your, your um, brain uh, is making connections in, on the synaptic level and the genes associated with learning and memory. This also included the gene, let me see if I can pronounce this, uh, synuclein alpha. Uh, the gene's code is SNCA, which is often linked to how birds learn their song, suggesting the evolutionary background of sound perception and memory. In the same study, classical music down-regulated genes associated with neurodegenerative diseases. That's incredibly important. A happy brain is a healthy brain. 
And classical music, especially that that invokes positive memories, can increase dopamine and neural connectivity in that system, in your brain, slowing down the aging process. Cool beans. Let's look over at USC and see what they say. Studying for finals? Let classical music help. That is the name of the article. And of course, all of these are going to be on our Facebook page. So make sure you join and like when you go over there. So according to them, um, it's a solution uh, for cramming and final approaches and studying for tests and all that kind of stuff. They actually have a radio station, of course, uh, on their campus. It is KUSC in Los Angeles, where they play classical music, classical KUSC. A number of academic studies recently zeroed in on classical music, showing that listening benefits the brain, sleep patterns, the immune system, and stress levels. All of these are helpful when facing the all-important end-of-semester tests. Uh, The researchers speculated that music puts students in a heightened emotional state, making them more receptive to information, to whatever information you're studying. Uh, Let's see. They basically focus and agree on the relaxation portion of classical music. So at the end of the day, uh, these articles agree and we've set a trend here. So I think that this information is really good in the event you want to act on it. I'm going to go over it again. The benefits of listening to classical music are improved sleep, reduced stress, better memory, lower your blood pressure and higher emotional intelligence. It is it is food for your brain. It is good for your brain. It's vitamins for your brain. And your brain is incredibly important. Incredibly important. If if you're talking about avoiding some irregularities within your brain functionality, neurodegenerative diseases as you age and get older in life, man, what an awesome weapon to use. And to be honest with you, I really like classical music. I think it's great. It's wonderful for dating. If you want to set the mood at home and do some candlelight dinner, classical music promotes conversation because you don't have to try to talk over lyrics. And it just sets the move. So don't say I haven't done anything for you lately. This was a great find. It just came to me the other day. I just said, you know what? I'm going to bring this onto the show because this is something that's that important. And when I went to go digging and I found the actual studies, I thought this is even more important than I initially thought. So I hope you found this informative today. But information and knowledge doesn't apply itself. Okay? I know you guys know that. Information, knowledge doesn't apply itself. You're going to have to take this information and apply it to make it useful in your life and to change your quality of life. So you've got some extra tools. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow. I'll see you then. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. 
We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.